everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching and discussing the 1998 Norm Macdonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yabez and I'm excited because we've got a special guest today. You do, very special. He's actually a world famous paleontologist who's starting his own dinosaur park. Ooh. I don't think that's ever been done before. No. Never been done. Never heard of nope. such a thing. And the actual, the workers in the park are actual functioning dinosaurs, which is also oh, an nice. exciting aspect of this. World famous paleontologist Michael uh, Wiesman is here. How you doing, Mike? Doing well. Congrats on the park. Thank you. Hopefully. I'll start with some dino DNA. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, all the luck in that endeavor. It seems like a huge undertaking. It is. So... Uh, all the luck to you. And, uh, yeah. I hope nothing goes wrong with your part. Its beauty is its simplicity. Gotcha. I, I passed by it, and you, you got some pretty charismatic-looking human workers there, too. Some guys that look like they'd be down to... Yeah, we got Wayne Knight there. Yeah. 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 I, I he wasn't that, doing anything. I heard that guy is uh, very trustworthy, so... That's why I hired him. Nice. Yeah, nice. he's got one of those faces. Yep, one of those faces you can trust. Yeah. Today we're talking about Minute 53 of Dirty Work, and Minute 53 starts with uh, Sam and Mitch in a lobby talking to a security guard and saying, we're here to see Travis Cole, and ends with a homeless man explaining to them that they are more the broken, spiritless, I've lost the will to live type homeless guys. This is, uh, <laughs> I love, like, I think Anthony and Gurley had told you it before, but I do love these beginning and end descriptions because you, if you haven't seen the movie you should definitely watch it but you should definitely watch the minute that we're talking about right? yeah it's, it's always good to see the progression of the minute where how it starts and how it ends because yeah. this is a perfect example of just how tight this minute is like one 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 vital thing happens we got ushered into a, a whole other direction like uh they, they go in there hoping to get a meeting with travis mm-hmm. right and you think we're going to see a mirror of what happened earlier in the movie in the bar, in the bar scene, right, right, yeah, and that just doesn't. Well, it kind of happens, right? But Sam doesn't get his lickings, and he just <laughs> seems to get manhandled and pushed out. Nice. And Mitch again gets, but Mitch, yeah, just gets like the all worst the end times. of it. Yeah, he gets thrown right out. Yeah, again, the third time in this film, the third time, but not the last. Spoiler. No. <laughs> but uh, once again, proves that you know. Either everyone in this town is super strong, or Mitch is just super light. Yeah, he's got hollow bones like a bird. But there was there was like you know ten security guards there, so yeah, uh, you know easily could have thrown him out. And when they push Sam out, he gets pushed out into the street, and then just immediately starts looking at his nails, <laughs> like he's got nothing better to do, even <laughs> though his best friend's getting beaten up by security guards. It, it almost seems as if it's like something commonplace. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Sam kind of just understands that Mitch is going to get his... It's, <laughs> not, it's not the first time he's yeah. been shoved out of a public building. I mean, like early in that bar fight scene, you know, Mitch gets thrown through a window. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's anything Mitch is, it's tough. And it's, <laughs> his recovery time is incredible. Mitch probably would, you know, start looking at his nails after getting thrown through a window. I mean, that's that's a normal thing for him. Yeah, you don't want to, you want to get in glass shards in between your nails. That's the that's the more painful aspect yeah. of getting thrown through a window. I think. So you always want to go head first and not finger first through the window. Oh yeah, it's always good to go finger first. He's he's like the Evander Holyfield of of ass kickings. Is that if he no matter if he wins or loses, he he gets his ass kicked. I mean, he just gets completely brutalized, even mm-hmm. if he comes out on top. 
It's the spirit. But he's it's never the, come out of town. It's the spirit that motivates him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever been in a situation where you had to confront security at all? Or, or been confronted by a place of security? Try to get uh, I've, had a, I've had a bouncer ask me to leave before. Oh, okay, okay. Just like, he, th- he thought you were too drunk or something? Or... I was. Oh, okay. And then okay. when I, I'm like, oh, he's telling me, I'm, I probably am. And so I left. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a better story, but it was a... Mm. Uh, I guess I'm an asshole. Yeah. I'm so gonna go now. I'll see you tomorrow night. You like, weren't okay. that drunk then. Yeah, I saw him the next night, and everybody was happy again. <laughs> <laughs> I think vouchers kind of do that. Uh, you know, it's just their job, right? Yeah, that's still their job. You know, I don't. I don't think most of the times it's not hard feelings. They're just trying to keep the place safe. But uh, I've been kicked out of a couple bars yeah. <laughs> for being uh, maybe too intoxicated. But never, I've never tried to get into like an official. Like, not a situation like this where it seems like amped up security yeah. to protect someone very important. So. I never put myself in those kinds of situations. It seems like they're a pretty risky thing. Yeah, that's because it's because nobody ever crosses you like that. They know better. It's true. It's, uh-huh. also don't accept large sums of money to do <laughs> <laughs> uh, questionable things yeah. either. You go for small sums of money. <laughs> yeah, accumulate it. You want to have all the money coming in from one source, then, you, then it makes you look suspicious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just the... It's like a little penny scheme thing. Yeah, exactly. A penny from everybody. Because poor people, when they pay you to do this kind of stuff, they're not going to have bodyguards to, no, no, to no, bounce no, no. you. Yeah. <laughs> and they won't talk either. That's the <laughs> other awesome thing about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Another ironic thing that we'll learn later on, right? The homeless people outside of this building. Okay. Yeah. I, I teased this a couple episodes ago, but we're going to have a primary color discussion again. <laughs> and it's a rainbow of colors, in the, in the homeless population here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not in diversity. They're all white guys. But they are definitely all wearing different colors, different color palette in each one of their outfits. That's true. That's a that's a good observation. And the fact that these guys are all sitting outside of Travis Cole's building. Yeah. You know, it figures in later, but, you know, it's the whole ironic thing about you know, how Travis likes to work out for the homeless. Yeah. When he is actually contributing to the problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw right after the whole bulldozer thing, he says uh, he fires his one of his guys, Martin, and he says that he wants him jobless, penniless, homeless, and hairless by the end of the day. And we see Martin here in this minute as the guy that's mm-hmm. talking about how they're spiritless, lost the will to live type homeless people. I wonder where he's hairless. Travis Cole had somebody hold him down and shaved. Yeah, maybe. You know, he has the money. You think that he has he- the perversions that come along with money. Yeah, yeah. And from what it looks like, Martin does have his hair. So that's a good question to bring up. If he's hairless, where is he hairless? Yeah. yeah. You know? So Maybe Travis Cole said airless, and they oh. killed his son. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah, that is super dark. Yeah. Su- very, very, very Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> that is his firstborn male. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is an angle I didn't even think of. Airless. I, like, yeah. I, thought, like, I thought you were going to say like someone strangled him. And- <laughs> Well, he's alive and he has hair, so I mean, what else could it be? Yeah, it's true. I don't know, that's a good question. That, that is, man is, is living that over... the principal from Billy Madison? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. You know, I think these guys are all around the same camp, you know what I'm saying? I think these guys kind of all use each other for each other's projects. Yeah. So I, I, I like to call it the happy Madison tent. Just of uh, everyone that has loose connections yeah. to that universe. This is James Downey. Oh. Playing okay. this role. Yeah. Is he related to Robert Downey? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm going <laughs> to we'll say yes. Assume. He has yeah. his soft eyes. 
Yeah. yeah. He has a quick wit and the, the charisma yeah. of an Iron Man. I like, uh, like, I also do like the fact that these guys are homeless, right? And then it seems like rich guys try to make themselves look homeless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, like, this town is in California, and, uh, and I know that California does get cold. Right. Right? But I don't think, like, this town in particular, we haven't seen any instances. No, nobody's this, wearing a coat. Yeah, where anyone's wearing anything to protect them from the cold. It looks like they were homeless yesterday, and they're like, well, what would a homeless guy wear? It's this. I mean, the only guy I'm, I sort of believe is the guy in the green. Yeah, he the, is. He's the one that actually looks dirty all over. Yeah, and he's wearing a Cartman hat. Yeah. And what is he fidgeting there with? What is that? I say it's a brick of his own poop. <laughs> Just hardened. He's eating something. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's eating it. It's a oh, brownie. Brownie? It's a pot brownie. Is it the same brownie that those guys were testing earlier? Oh, in the yeah. Those he should not eat that brownie. Grandma Mabel brownies or whatever. <laughs> the ones that made, that sent Norm on that, <laughs> on that acid trip. Yeah. Huh. We saw the devil and... Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman, yeah. I guess if you're homeless, then why not, right? <laughs> At least give yourself some stimulation in that sense. But uh, yeah, that guy, that guy was definitely seemed like the most homeless. He's the most raggedy. Yeah. Not not really making eye contact. You know. He's on drugs. Yeah. He's on that brownie. Yeah, that sugar-free crazy <laughs> drug. <laughs> but uh, we also see that um, Mitch and Sam are going to ask these guys to do things for them. Yeah. You know, which makes them respond by telling them what kind of homeless people they are, yeah. which I never understood. I, that, was, that was one thing that kind of uh, caught me off guard is that there are different, the, the homeless, I guess, categorize themselves yeah. as different types of homeless. Well, I mean, I think Travis Cole already said it, like, the homeless, they're, they're human beings. Yeah. They just have no homes. <laughs> <laughs> There's classifications. There's, you know, hobos, bums, tra- tramps, um... What, what, what would be the no, difference almost. between hobos, bums, and tramps? Hobos someone, ride the rails. For a couple of them, the distinction yeah. is if they're willing to work. Mm. Don't ask me which ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, some some will do odd jobs to make ends meet. Some ones just don't want to do anything. Some, I guess like when people uh, call each other bums, right? They, they kind of infer that you're not working, right? Get, yeah, up, some, get off the couch, you lazy bum. Some are homeless but travel, you know? Uh, I think we those call might it, be the hobos. I think we call those, uh, think we call those uh, drifters. Uh, drifters? Yeah. Drifters? Hipsters? Yeah, hipsters. <laughs> Gypsies? Tramps and thieves? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We have so many names for homeless people. It's kind of insane. You think yeah. that the, for a population that seems to be ignored, we, we, certainly, <laughs> we certainly do have a lot of words for them. <laughs> Spend a lot of time figuring out ways to make fun of them. Yeah, I think, I, like, when I hear the word drifter, I always think of a guy with, like, a guitar. That you kind think of, of Antonio Banderas and, like... Kind of, yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, some guy that comes to your town and solves all his problems and leaves again. Yeah. Right? That's a... Yeah, that's drifters, a, really, they're, they, they come on two ends of the spectrum. Either they come in and they're a hero, or they're a serial killer. I guess <laughs> all you can get out of a drifter. <laughs> that's true. Like they'll liberate your town from a, a gang of drug traffickers or something so was swayze a drifter in roadhouse oh, he's a, a cooler push. right he's a cooler yeah isn't that what he was yeah well he was i don't think he was homeless right yeah, he was in yeah. wait, wait he was a, ph- well, a philosophy major yeah, yeah. from <laughs> nyu right that was yeah. his other background yeah and a karate expert yeah <laughs> and he goes around town to town 
Oh yeah, fixing he's a drifter. Yeah, he's a drifter. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He 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 would impart his lessons about how to be a good uh, bouncer, and then he would rip a few guys' throats out, and then he would just go on to the next. Yeah, before the uh, the cops got to him. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, like he, he had his own car and everything. Drifters can have a car. Yeah, drifters yeah. can have a car. So They're just going between place to place doesn't mean they don't have anything to their name. It's true. I don't know. The thing I really remember from those movies is the whole the whole throat ripping scene, right? And the roundhouse kick he delivers to the dude in that first fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> also, that bar was pretty awesome. The that one that he came to that had like fights would break out so often that they had like that fish net or that 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 chicken chain, wire, the, the chicken yeah. wire around the the, the band <laughs> stage, <laughs> like in uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah, Blues yeah, Brothers. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You think that like uh, if someone were to chuck beer uh, like a beer bottle at that thing though, like if it would break, that those shards of glass would still get through. Yeah, and potentially harm the the band members still, right? Well, yeah, but that's a lot better than getting like a concussion from a full on. Yeah, I think they would install some plexiglass or something. Or I mean, the only glass bottles that are breaking are Hollywood glass bottles. That's true. Made out of sugar and <laughs> sugar glass. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the ideal, the idea of the design is that it catches and absorbs the, mm, the energy you. from the bottle. Yeah, redirects it. Also, like a plexiglass booth, if you put a band in there and they're playing at full volume, they'll just go deaf, and no one outside of it can hear anything. <laughs> it's like if the Pope was live from his car. Mm. Just, yeah, you yeah. could be building a power ballad, but you never know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would uh, what would the po- what, what would the Pope name his band if he ever had one? You think <laughs> the Vatican, the like the Vatican animals? I'm trying to combine Vatican and animals into one word. Vaticanimals. Vaticanimals. Is that a good band name? <laughs> the va- how do you say? How did you say that? Vaticanimals. Vaticanimals. We're the we're the Vaticanimals, and then they would just do Gregorian chants or something. <laughs> Set to hard rock. <laughs> then the Pope would be like, the Pope would be screaming, doing the whole like screamo thing <laughs> to Gregorian chants. That actually be pretty badass. Does that exist? Yeah, I'm sure somebody will make it. I think, now that I heard think their it. name would be Jesus H. Rock. <laughs> and their album would be the H stands for hard. <laughs> Jesus Hard Rock. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like, it'd be a nice change for Christian rock, because I don't know if you guys ever heard Christian rock. Never. But it's pretty awful. Never? <laughs> Never. You know, once. Uh, you should add that to the list. Of yeah. You should. <laughs> you should listen to that after you watch John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of these things. <laughs> expose yourself. <laughs> you know, like, it's all about balance, David. You know, you, yeah. you just got to expose yourself to really good things and really bad things, just so you know the difference. So, I think John Wick and Christian rock... A good combination. Terrible. Yeah, because they're both terrible. <laughs> oh, How goddamn dare you? <laughs> John Wick is an amazing movie. Especially if you're a man who's ever fallen in love, and if you're a man who's ever fallen in love with a dog. That's yeah. definitely oh, a movie you should watch. I didn't know this was that kind of movie. Okay, you know I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. we'll follow up with that uh, tomorrow yeah. on the show for uh, for a minute 54. Yeah. We'll ask you a lot of very easy questions. About John oh, uh, you you're going to quiz me on it? Okay. Yeah, yep. You should definitely know it. If you just watch the movie, like you say you will. Oh, yeah. These questions oh. should be very easy. I mean, of course I'll know the answers. It's just, I don't know how often in 
a friend of yours finally watches a movie you keep telling them to watch and then you have to quiz them on it. <laughs> That's how we work nowadays. Yeah. It's, you know, we, so paranoid. You know, because we, we live in a world in a time where we just want to, we just want verification. No. You know, we're a population that's been lied to so much. The only thing that we want is transparency <laughs> and integrity and yeah. honesty, you know? And that's what you'll get tomorrow for Minute 54 of Dirty Work Minute. When we talk about John Wick instead. Yes. <laughs> so we'll see you all then. And I've never seen John Wick. Naked. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible. <laughs>